Namaste. Let me welcome a very good friend of mine from New Zealand, Jeja. Jeja is a tourism entrepreneur. He runs his making tracks in New Zealand and he's been working for Inclusive Adventure. So let's hear from horse's mouth. Over to you, Zeza. Welcome to our show, Beyond Limits. Namaste, Pankas. Good to see you. Oh, happy Tourism Day as well, I hear. So for our, our listeners, thank you everybody for tuning in today. And um, I hope that we can cover some really important topics in this trying time. So as Pankas said, my name is Jezza. Um, I'm from New Zealand. Um, in 2010, I did um, have a very bad accident and I broke my neck in a canyoning accident in Switzerland where I was working as an international guide, um, rendering me a C5 tetraplegic. Back to you there, Pankas. Can you, um, you've got a few amazing questions we'd like to share with everyone today. As you said, you met with an accident in 2010 in Switzerland. When meeting any situation or the situation like what you had to face with in life, one of the two things always happen. Either the situation takes charge of you or you take charge of the situation. And it's clearly visible the way you shared your story, what normally people would take as super sad story, you were smiling. So what motivated you to take charge of the situation and come out of your limits? So, Pankas, when I did have my life-changing injury in 2010, I broke my C5 and my C6 vertebrae, shattered them quite nastily, and I was put in a coma for 11 months. So I didn't know straight away what my situation was. I woke up very slowly um, and I was in a rehab center in Switzerland for 11 months. During that time, I needed to take control and I needed to get my life back to where I needed it to be. And trust me, it wasn't easy, but it was very important. Life is precious. So I needed to get control of my life. And, um, how I did this, I am incredibly lucky because I am a very positive human being. And I always look at the challenges. I never look at the impossibles or the negatives. So when I did wake up from my coma, I needed to start to learn to breathe again, eat again, brush my own teeth again move my arms. It was a very long, slow, and challenging time of my life. But I always kept things small. Little goals, little achievable goals is the key. I never woke up and was like, I'm gonna walk again. I woke up thinking, today, I want to see if I can get off this breathing machine or today I want to see if I can brush my teeth or just small 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 steps that I knew I could get to and then over time and over time they grew stronger and stronger 
it comes down to prior to being in my situation as a tetraplegic, I was a river guide and a kayaker. I always put my little river story on. That means you never look at the big picture. When you fly up a class five river with full of horizon lines, it's really important to take every move as it comes. Live in the moment and make the most of that situation and do that movement the best you possibly can. Then you can link all those magical movements together and that massive goal can be completed. So you leave the moment, you choose to live in the moment. It sounds very philosophical and it also reminds me Lao Tzu. So it sounds like uh, the insights of Tao. So the saying, as the saying goes, what you feed your mind determines its appetite. So it is visible that you feed your mind with all the positive situations, challenges, as I know you, you always go with the philosophy, easy is boring. And I remember last year when you were in Nepal in the invite of Four Season Travel and Tours and you came, you inspired, you talked to many people, you did rafting. So one of, one of the experiences, if you want to share and your takeaway from the trip in Nepal, JZ. Um, okay. So when I was in Nepal um, with Pankas last year, um, I, at the start, I had no idea what Nepal would be like. I had no idea what the accessibility would be like, what the possibilities would be like. But it didn't stop me. Okay. What it did is it actually inspired me to come and experience this beautiful place called Nepal that everybody talks about. And um, now I do a lot of work within my company and uh, with talking to students, um, associations, government organizations. And one of the things that I say in my talks is, Nepal, Kathmandu is one of the most inclusive cities and countries on the planet. And it's got nothing to do with accessibility. It's got to do with the people that are willing to assist and help. And that's one thing that I fell in love with in Nepal. The it's all about the people and everybody is there to help. No matter where you are, there's always somebody that will assist, even if you don't want them to. Love be there. Thank you. So it's great to hear that the spirit of hospitality is ingrained here. As you might have read that Sanskrit sentence, Atiti Devo Bhava, that means the guest is our God. And today is World Tourism Day. So it is apt to mention that when things would ease out and people start traveling again, of course, Nepal will be ready to welcome you again, as well as many, many travelers from across the globe since you are in business, and of course, it is the most challenging time, existential crisis, how are you managing to keep your business afloat while keeping your individual resiliency at its peak? Jeza, would you like to share? So, 
Pankasa, at the moment in New Zealand, it's the same as the rest of the world. Um, like I run an inclusive tourism operation here um, called Making Tracks. And yeah, we survive on international travel normally. Um, however, with this time um, where our borders are completely closed. So I have adapted. I've learned to adapt. We're humans. We love to adapt. So what we're doing is um, really working on our domestic market um, and looking at all the other opportunities that will arise in the future, um, working with universities, government organizations, just doing all the bits and pieces that normally um, we wouldn't have time for. Um, and trust me, I'm more busy now than I've ever been. It's, it's very random because everybody in New Zealand is doing exactly that. They are making the most of the situation and organizing everything for the future. Thank you, Jaza. So you, as I, we call you unstoppable Jaza. So in business also, you are continuing with new possibilities. So before we conclude our conversation, of course, Jaza, you have been featured in many visual documentaries, film, and last year you also featured by National Geographic uh, magazine, where you are flying your wheelchair. So how do you see this market of inclusive tourism or accessible tourism grow? At the moment, the people with disabilities seem to be most vulnerable. Do you think there will be growth again and they start traveling and you and I would be catering to them in near future? Um, well, firstly, there is going to be a huge market and lots and lots of travelers will be coming back, trust me. Um, things for the inclusive market. Um, in New Zealand, we're really pushing our domestic market to come and get, a, get amongst it whilst internationals are not here. Um, so it's fantastic for the school kids, for the people that wouldn't normally get out and do stuff. But what's gonna be happening in the future? This is a very interesting topic. Um, I personally believe that there's going to be a lot of opportunities. In New Zealand at the moment, we are really pushing inclusive tourism because it's hard to make a product at the moment because we don't have the clientele. But if you involve every single person, then your product actually lifts by around about 30% in some countries. What that means is you're providing more opportunities if you provide more opportunities, then you're going to get more clientele. Does that make sense? So, so I personally so believe it's growing at this time. In New Zealand, inclusive tourism is more popular during this COVID time than it's ever been before. Because we're looking at different options. Great to hear that. Thank you for sharing this positive piece of info. Uh, so we all are looking forward. Of course, we have no choice. When you have no choice, you've got to be positive. That is the only choice. Let's together work and make tourism a healer. So everyone is healed. 
and the nature is healed and the economy gets healed as well. So thank you once again for sharing your thoughts and joining us in Beyond Limits today. So let's enjoy here and now and say namaste once again. Namaste, Deja. Namaste, Pankas. <laughs>